You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and ooh, do we have a good show for you today. We have a focused guest featured here, Dan McQuaid, who is president and CEO of 1OC, is our guest for the entire hour of the program. Before we start talking with Dan, I'd like to let you know that our sponsors are Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, S&H Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, Tea & Company, Tone Software, Turn Up the Volume, and UPS Protection. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs who are running middle market firms, to improve your decision-making skills. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm Richard Rick Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. CEO Peer Groups is my Twitter handle. And on your favorite podcasting software, type in these four words, Critical Mass Radio Show, and you'll get our automatically weekly uploads of our various shows. And, of course, don't miss our YouTube channel, Richard Franzi. It gives me great pleasure to welcome Dan to the studio. Returning guest, Dan, welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. Delighted to be here, Rick. I'm excited to have you on the program. Let's start by looking at 1OC as an organization here in Orange County with its long and storied history. Give us some context for 1OC. Well, 1OC is a 57-year-old organization that's mission is to accelerate nonprofit success. But at its roots, it was started by the Junior League of Orange County as the Volunteer Bureau of Newport Beach. Wow. And its mission at that time was to mobilize volunteers to get engaged in the community. And how long did it work in that capacity? I, I think it sort of evolved slowly and actually merged with four other volunteer centers here in Orange County Okay. so that it became the Volunteer Center of Greater Orange County. And that may be what a number of people will know if you go back more than five years. Okay, Volunteer Center. With, the name would suggest that, that they were true to their mission, which was to help connect nonprofits to people who are interested right. in helping nonprofits. Did they do more than that? Because 1OC certainly does. Well, it was pretty much a one-trick pony, if you will. Uh, they did start doing uh, trainings for volunteers, people that wanted to serve on nonprofit boards, and then increasingly people who wanted to learn how to better manage and operate nonprofit organizations. Okay. And um, are there other organizations like 1OC in other parts of the country, in L.A. or Inland Empire? There are? There are. If you go nationally, there's 250 volunteer centers that okay. are connected to the points of light. Um, if you can remember George Bush back in the day talking about a thousand points of light, I do. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, on the other side of the aisle, Sam Nunn's daughter Michelle Nunn started the Hands On Network, and a few years back they merged. Okay. So there's 250 organizations that pretty much are again that one trick pony. They're mobilizing volunteers in the community, and we're affiliated with them, although independently uh, incorporated. If you go to uh, Los Angeles or let's go to San Francisco, we'd be four different organizations because we not only work with volunteers, we also do professional training. Mm -hmm. And so in Los Angeles, we'd be like the Center for Nonprofit Management or in San Francisco uh, Compass Point. And in addition to that, we also have consulting services. We offer nonprofits and now companies. And then the fourth line of business is business services where we help incubate startup nonprofit organizations. Hmm. And so in Los Angeles, that'd be like community partners. So we're unique in the country in that we're a one-stop shop across those different business lines. But since many of the nonprofits use all of our services, right. it really creates a synergy and I think a larger impact in the community. Do you think others are looking at your experiment here to see if this is the right model for maybe for them to consolidate and uh, do what you're doing? I know that in San Diego, the Volunteer Center there closed, primarily because it was a bit charitably addicted. And one of the things I did when I came to 1OC uh, nine years ago okay. was to shift from being 75% addicted to grants and charitable contributions to now 75% earned revenue. Okay. And I think that is a model that across the country people are looking at how to diversify how to professionalize your services, how mm -hmm. to monetize your services in order to be sustainable. So we're part of a task force that's looking at can volunteer centers nationally 
create a more sustainable business model in order to have a greater impact, but also just to survive. So um, there must be a urgent need historically and currently for nonprofit organizations to find good volunteers that fit their their requirements. That's right. Since there are so many organizations serving that need, why is that so, Dan? Well, first of all, there's 5,764 nonprofits here in Orange County alone. And 45% of those, almost half of those, have uh, income less than 25000 So that means their economic engine is volunteer-driven. And that may be from PTAs to uh, all volunteer-driven organizations. Okay. And they're really dependent on that. And so that's the bulk of nonprofits in Orange County. The other aspect of it is is, is um, volunteers can do more than just uh, cl- help with uh, raising funds, which is probably the largest group of volunteers actually help the nonprofits raise funds. Uh-huh. But they're essential for delivering services as well. They're the ones that are the mentors. They're the ones that are collecting food. They're the ones that are out uh, helping to inform people about financial literacy. So very important for a number of organizations to be able to resource their uh, human capital mm-hmm. with volunteers. So so if we cut off the um, the nonprofits, with, I think you said less than 25,000? Right. That, so if you take that half of the community out, yes. w- what are we looking at relative to the demographics of the other half of the sure. nonprofits? So if we look at what's a mid-sized nonprofit organization right. or, uh, or if that's 25,000, to 500,000, and that's another 44%. Those are ones that are, gee, if I count them right, it's about 2,500. That's your mid-size. What that remarkably means is that 10% of the nonprofits in Orange County have revenue more than 500,000, and just 2% have revenue more than 5 million. So the ones that many people are very familiar with, the Goodwills, the Second Harvest, the uh, Red Cross, they're more than $5 million in annual revenue, right? but they account for just 2% of the sector here in Orange County. If you look at the real big boys and girls, the largest uh, nonprofits in Orange County are all hospitals. The 10 largest nonprofits mm-hmm. are Hoag, St. Joe's, Memorial. If you go down a little bit deeper, Chapman University, the educational uh, organizations. Okay. So the largest non-educational um, non hospital. Non hospital is Goodwill, and it's at that hundred million dollar uh, stage. Right, and that's uh, okay, and that's almost a private, not a private enterprise, but I mean that's a that's a that's set up to run like a business. So right? increasingly, the trend you'll see in successful nonprofits, and and by far the majority of uh, revenue that comes to nonprofits is actually earned revenue, because the bigger operations, hospitals, and uh, schools and goodwills have earned revenue. Right. And that means that they're charging a fee for their services or they have products that they're selling. Right. But non-pro- to be a nonprofit is a tax status, it's not a business plan. <laughs> right. Or as we say around our shop, no margin, no mission. Okay. And nonprofits, in fact, can have surplus revenue or profit. But what it does entitle you to be able to do is have a charitable purpose. And then also be able to give a uh, tax receipt to people Mm -hmm. in organizations that make a charitable contribution to you. Right. But it doesn't mean you have to be a poor with a tin cup, a poor person with a tin cup. Right. All right. We're talking with Dan McQuaid. He is president and CEO of 1OC. We spent the first segment sort of setting the context with uh, the history of 1OC and sort of the the state of the nonprofit community here in Orange County, which was quite robust and diverse. We're going to spend more time on that as well as other questions when we get back. I'm going to ask him to talk about some of the initiatives that 1OC is launching and bringing to the business community and to the Orange County nonprofit community after these words from our valued sponsors. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. 
Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Are you looking for your successor? Someone as dedicated and experienced in their field as you? Executives Unlimited delivers the top executive talent you need for your company's long-term success. 98% of our clients re-engage us for additional hires, and over 90% of the executives placed by us since 2007 are still in their positions or have been promoted. That's twice the industry's average retention rate. How do we do this? Dedication. Executives Unlimited believe success isn't success until it's long-term. Call us to invest in your long-term success. 562-627-3800 or visit us at executivesunlimited.com. Let our long-term success leverage yours. Are you ready to tap into the power of social media to promote your business? It's easy to get social with Turn Up the Volume, the award-winning social media marketing professionals who know how to get results. Drive web traffic, boost sales, get social today. Visit www.turnupthevolume.com. That's turnupthevolume.com. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. Our featured guest today is Dan McQuaid. He is the president and CEO of 1OC. We'll be back with him in just a second. Just want to let you know that all of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEO or president has been on our show and the company has put their interview on their website somewhere, or other business-oriented podcasting services. Each month, we have several thousand downloads of the various podcasts, and of course, you can listen to us live here on octalkradio.net. All right, I'd like to get back to Dan and and ask you, you know, off mic, we were talking about sort of the purpose of rebranding from the Volunteer Center of Greater Orange County to 1OC. What was the strategic thinking behind that renaming? Well, as 1OC expanded during the last uh, nine years that I've been there to doing volunteering, training, consulting, and business services, it was confusing to people when we were talking about offering professional consulting services or incubating new nonprofit initiatives under our corporate umbrella. And rather than saying we were a volunteer center but also doing other things, Uh we went for an aspirational name that says we're all together forming and working towards a stronger, more vibrant Orange County. We're 1OC. How many times do you have to reintroduce it as formerly the volunteer center? So it's... Rakus Baird, uh, uh, now branding business, worked with us, right. and that was four years ago, and okay. I don't say that anymore. Oh, so you don't have to say it anymore. So people know 1OC as 1OC. And 1OC now is more descriptive of what we do, so right. I, that's what we present to the community. That's our outward-facing communications. Excellent. So the, the, the name they came up with was a good branding name. It, it is. And uh, Rick is Barrett, for full disclosure, has a show here on OC Talk Radio by the name of Branding Business. You may want to uh, listen to that as well. You can find it on one on excuse me on octalkradio.net. So let's talk a little bit about 1OC and the different initiatives. I know that 1OC has launched an initiative to inspire, equip, and mobilize local businesses to build and grow their giving and their employee volunteering. Right. Tell us a little bit about this initiative. Well, 1OC, as we were trying to accomplish our mission to accelerate nonprofit success, and with that uh, 5,764 nonprofits, we were recognizing I don't think we need more nonprofits. What we really do need, if we're going to meet the urgent unmet needs in Orange County, is more resources. Okay. And we were looking around the community, recognizing that the larger companies, all many of those, have foundations and have robust corporate volunteer programs. And we wanted to reach out to mid-sized companies, those that are have maybe between 100 and 1,000 employees. Okay. There's about 4,500 of those as opposed to just 56 with more than 1,000. That the opportunity was to engage those companies. And as we really looked at what were the urgent unmet needs, I think we were inspired by the Orange County Community Foundation that did a study 
they uh, engaged uh, McKenzie to come in and look at what were the needs in Orange County. And not surprisingly, they found that there was a need related to the safety net. There were vulnerable families. And mm-hmm. one in five children in Orange County weren't certain where their next meal was going to come from. Um, in health, there was uh, 112,000 children that were morbidly obese. Really? And so... Well, that's the opposite ends of the... Right? Yes. Okay. So if you want a healthy community, you don't want kids that are overweight and right. growing up overweight. Or not knowing where their next meal is coming exactly from. Exactly right. Or you're eating cheap food, oh, fast okay. food, okay. Maybe and you're not eating healthy then. food. So I get it. Okay. That, that impacts the obesity issue that is pretty... Uh, it's an epidemic in, for a number of kids in Orange County. And the other is is that one in four kids uh, in Orange County were not fluent in English growing up. So mm. if we're going to have them successful in school, right. we're going to really need to be addressing those needs in the safety net and health and in education. All that creates a more vibrant, healthier Orange County. So safety net, health. And education. And education. They they identified those as being the top needs. Now, if we took those needs and we looked at with the safety net, if a company with 25 volunteers working together for two hours, they can assemble about a 1,000 boxes of food at the food banks. Okay. Each has about 25 pounds for a, for a needy, vulnerable family. Okay. If we look at uh, $25,000 coming from a company they could provide treatment for 25 morbidly obese children that would extend their life expectancy. Hmm. Pretty powerful. Yes. Or if you took a, a grant of $10,000 from a company, they could fund 85 elementary kids who could attend a high-quality, orient, uh, academically-oriented after-school program to increase their success. So a little bit amount, either in volunteering or giving, can right. make really a, a tremendous impact in our community. Against these three strategic needs. That's right. So what we wanted to do at 1OC is see if we couldn't engage more companies by inspiring and e- equipping them and mobilizing them to do good in the community. Okay. And how are you doing that? Well, a variety of different ways. I think uh, there are there's different programs that we have in volunteering and giving that make that difference. On the giving side, we're encouraging companies to be able to start their own foundation or own giving program uh, utilizing a donor-advised fund at 1OC. So So you're not talking about the major corporate, the the 56 that are greater than 1,000. You're talking about the 4,000. That's right. So this is the 100 employees to 1,000 employees. Okay. The big guys have foundations. The largest giver in Orange County is Wells Fargo when you come to companies. Oh, really? They have a huge volunteer contingency that they put in play in the community uh, addressing uh, many of our community's needs, and they have a really robust foundation. So their employees represent their volunteer force? Yes. And the corporation set aside money to to use as a foundation? Yes. And so uh, one of the reasons why we're really looking at giving and volunteering is, is a recognition that that's good for their business as well. Okay. So Wells Fargo stands out in the community when it has its employees out doing good, mentoring, right. uh, working in uh, uh, service projects with a variety of different nonprofits when their employ- uh, senior leadership is serving on nonprofit boards. All that projects into the community that they are a corporate, socially responsible uh, company, and that's visible to their consumers. Uh, right. That people make choices based on how they perceive your company. Yes. And therefore, it becomes a differentiator. Okay. And it also creates a situation for a number of businesses, especially these midsize, that they care about the people who they're serving, who buy their products. Okay. Okay. And that, uh, on an external basis, has a great benefit as well. So uh, I, I kind of interrupted you. You were beginning to say that you 1OC now has the ability to help these smaller companies and corporations to set up a very professional foundation, it sounds like. Tell me a little bit more about that. How does that work? So a company can uh, use a donor advised fund at 1OC where uh, dollars that the company may put in or dollars that are raised by their employees can be put into a fund that they can designate where it goes. And they can have the same advantages of a 
large company foundation because they can utilize our online services. It's a little bit like going to a Schwab account. Okay. And you can see what is in your 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 fund. You can make have your employees make a uh, receive uh, applications for grants or ones they want to suggest or ones that they want to get from the community. Okay. Make a determination of who they want to give charitable dollars to and Online or by phone, you can okay. do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, you can say, "I'd like to give this amount of money to this organization, this amount of money to another organization," and have it branded as the company. So Cox Cares from Cox Communication, right? Actually, doesn't have their own independent five hundred one c three charitable foundation. They utilize one hundred c. Okay, so even a larger corporation can use it, or a fluid master that sure. may have a hundred employees right. here that's in Orange a, County. Th- that's a perfect example of it. Yeah, and so you become the back end. That's right for that fo- for that foundation. Well, that's where we want to make it smart, easy, and impactful for companies to get engaged. Right, and I would think it's uh, less expensive for them. I would think. They because, don't have to staff it. Right. But the other is, is, is I think a number of companies, especially those mid-sized companies, really want to do something. They just don't know what and how to do it. Right. And if we can provide them with the means, I think then it speaks to them being able to accomplish their business strategies, whether it be internally directed towards their employees and employee engagement or externally in terms of their brand and brand awareness. Is there a floor uh, for the size of the uh, the fund that a company needs to be willing to commit to, to make this make sense for 1OC to partner with them? I, uh, anything more than a dollar works. Okay. Uh, there is no minimum. What we're trying to do is get more people to think about this and actually be doers. Right. Because I would think maybe in the first year for a smaller company, it might not be as robust as five right. years down the road. Right. So if you wait till you have some big amount of money, you may never get there. But if right. you get your toe in the water, because I would think the messaging back for the company to their employees about, you know, we care about our community. This is this is the way we're doing it. I would think there's a lot of culture building that can happen from this type of a arrangement with 1OC. And, and I think you raise a, uh, a good point because companies whose cultural, uh, culture has uh, a social norm, just not business norms, yes. they, uh, those companies do better in business. And so you'll find studies now that talk about many of those are larger companies, but the same applies to mid-sized companies. Think, right. It's a best practice. That, that shows that if they ha- uh, support social causes, their business increases uh, they have better return on their uh, th- to market their their shareholders, and then also they think that they should invest more. So I think we're seeing post recession with the larger companies they're investing a little bit more. Okay. But my hope is is with companies that were sort of struggling with the recession. Yes, many now, were. Now can see an investment strategy where if they invest in their community, invest in their employees. Uh, in terms of uh, getting engaged in the community, that they'll see a huge return as well, and they'll actually accelerate their growth. And, and I would think, I haven't seen the numbers, but logic would suggest that your employee turnover might be less because you have this level of engagement now around a cause that is shared among the the, the, the employee base. And I think employee engagement is probably one of uh, the major motivators for companies who are just looking at the business case to get okay. involved is employee engagement. And that has to do not only with re- uh, recruitment, because the millennials, they're looking yes. at your company and making, if if given the same salary, the same place, the same type of job, they will choose to work for a company that they think is socially responsible. And they're the largest part of the workforce now. They surpass the Generation X, I just heard last That's week. Right. So you well, need to pay attention to them. And companies will say their biggest concern right now is having a workforce that can get the job done. And okay. so if you want to pick the best, uh-huh. those oftentimes are the ones that care, uh, then I think it, it's a great strategy to invest in the community because the millennials do want to get engaged. The other is the morale for employees. When they're volunteering or they're participating in grant making, they're sitting right. on nonprofit boards, they tend to be more engaged. And if they're volunteering with their coworkers, people will stay now, not only used to be because you liked your boss, now they like the people they work with. Right. And so that creates the opportunity to have a little bit more balance in your life that keeps the company engaged with them. That works out well. So morale increases. I could see how that would work. Better morale, better productivity. 
Yeah. Well, and therefore better retention. Less sick time. I'm sure there's just I'm sure there's a domino that this can be a, a, a fulcrum for. So I'm talking with Dan McQuaid, who's president and CEO of One O C. If someone listening to the show right now, Dan says, I'd like to learn more about this program because I'm one of those hundred employee or fifty employee companies. What is the name of the program again? One O C we have we've launched the Center for Business and Community Partnerships. Okay. It operate it's under one O C. Okay. And they can go to our website at www dot o n e o c dot org that's o r g okay we're going to take our second commercial break don't go anywhere ladies and gentlemen we're going to come back and we're going to talk more about uh the good work that one o c is doing here in orange county so stay tuned we'll be back after these words from our sponsors when it comes to pioneers in their respective industries we all know the apples starbucks and trader joe's of the world In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Math for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plans and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. Successfully navigating the changing world of public relations and digital marketing requires an experienced, tenacious, yet gracious team. In business for more than 20 years, Orange County-based and Company delivers big agency results with personalized service. For more information, call us at 714-536-8407 or visit us online at tnco.me. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. For those of you that have been listening to us live or maybe as a podcast, you know that Dan McQuaid, president and CEO of 1OC, is our featured guest today. We're dedicating the entire hour to his marvelous organization, 1OC, and the new programs and initiatives they have, as well as their 57-year history of of, of supporting Orange County's nonprofits. Uh, I'd just like to say that all of our shows can be heard on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker, and several hundred former guests' websites, as well as other very various business-oriented podcasting services. If you aren't a subscriber to Critical Mass Radio Show, go into your favorite uh, podcasting software, type in Critical Mass Radio Show, and you can automatically get our weekly show uploaded to your phone or your computer or your laptop, your tablet, whatever, and stay in touch with the great things that we're doing here on the radio show with the wonderful guests that we have. You know, one of the things that we were talking about um, were examples of how companies, in the previous segment, Dan, we were talking about how 1OC is enabling smaller and middle market companies to create professionally run foundations to do good works and focus causes here in in orange county can you share some examples of how companies have been doing that maybe some of the things that they're doing well i I think the uh by using our back office services yes they can do things that uh, they uh, as an alternative to just giving a check one of the things they can do is by having a fund um, designated and restricted for their 
company, they can do matching gifts. So they can set up a campaign where their employees may contribute to the fund, and then they can be matched by the company, and then the employees can designate where it goes. Okay, so that money, the money flow goes from the company and the individual to 1OC, right. where you professionally administer it based on their That's right. direction. And then they can uh, direct where it goes. The other is is that they want to do a disaster relief response. They can take those funds in and get uh, t- a tax-deductible contribution. They could offer a scholarship pr- program for their employees or vendors or supply chain or oh, okay. out in the community. Okay. They could start a dollar for doers that if for every so many hours of volunteer work, the company will contribute so much money to uh, a nonprofit that they want to support. Uh-huh. They could do uh, an assistance program for their employees or their vendors or people in the community where they can help out when there is extraordinary or catastrophic problems. An employee who has a child right, who has a happens, brave right? medical right. problem. And the advantage of that is is they, without having the tax burden, because it's going into a, a, a foundation, a donor-advised fund, 1OC being the charitable organization, okay. they don't have to pay the employee taxes or the uh, the company isn't paying taxes. It is, it is a, a great way to have um, uh, a company be able to share with their employees to give assistance to their vendors or our employees when there's a real time of need. They can also have charitable events that they hold or host where the funds raised can be given to nonprofit organizations and actually they can offload out of the company's books the event cost by okay. having that be part of their 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 fund as well. Uh, a last thing that we've done that we've introduced uh, recently is charitable giving cards which are really a great entryway into companies uh, branding their their company, but also giving to the community. We have cards that look like your bank cards, where the company can make a charitable contribution okay. to one OC, a charitable not five hundred one c three organization, and they can brand it with their company name on it. But what happens is they give that card to their employees on their anniversary, a $50 card for their anniversary or being there five years. They can give it to their vendors as a thank you. Then those people then come to 1OC's website and put in the code that's on the back of that card, and they can give to any nonprofit in the United States. But it's nice in that it gives visibility to the company, but it also shows the employees or their vendors or their customers that they care. Right. So that's like a gift card for giving then. That is. So it's like what you would see instead of giving a Starbucks card. Right. Sorry, Starbucks. Uh-huh. You give a charitable giving card from your company. Fluidmaster has done that, and so has a number of other companies that that uh, find that it's replaced the uh, Starbucks card, the sure. bank card, or other things. But people really like the fact that they're get, they're able to do something meaningful. That's what I'm thinking. Not only are they getting re- recognized for something, but then they're getting the reward of right. being able to do something good for someone less fortunate. And people increasingly want to say where their uh, the companies or where their charitable dollars go. I think that's what differentiates the millennials. It differentiates the generation from the the greatest generation. What you did is you did it because you were doing service, and you right. you, you'd be in the soup line. But you gave to a cause. Now people give to specific strategies. They give to specific organizations. And they want some sense of engagement or involvement with it. So I think what we're trying to hit upon, I think, is the trend where uh, companies and employees are merging their volunteering and giving together. Okay. They want to get involved. They want to see what their money is, the impact it's making. Yeah, get traction, right? And we're giving them the opportunity to connect with good causes through volunteering and through other ways that we can provide services through our volunteer services. So the donor advised fund, was that an organic idea that you came up with at 1OC? Was that inspired by some of your clients or how did, how did you we had actually hit been, upon this idea? We've actually been doing it for several years oh, you have. with a, a couple companies. Um, but what we did is, is we're now taking it to scale, if you will. Okay. And I think the magic, if we look at what one of our companies that we were working with was Cox Communication, they've developed a a robust volunteer program, 
and they also had a robust uh, giving program. And their employees were engaged in the giving, Uh both in determining where it went, but also raising the funds. And uh, so we sort of learned from that if we could help other companies get involved, they can take a tackle those urgent, unmet community needs. Right. Well, I think this is a great idea, and I think it is something that you can scale. I, right. I guess the, the parting shot on the donor-advised funding is you don't have to start with $100,000. Yeah. You can start with a much more modest amount, and over the years, as the engagement gets up, it can it can go in a very different direction right. and probably end up being a significant amount. And with that many nonprofits, 10,000, 5,000 make, can make a difference, right? That's right. You gave me some numbers earlier of, of not large dollars that can make a dramatic impact on these major issues. Perfect. That's exactly it. All right. 1OC. I'm talking with Dan McQuaid, who is president and CEO of that organization here in Orange County. Uh, you know, one of the other things I want to talk about with you here on the radio show is a little bit about events that are going on in Orange County. You know, there, when we were met together in your office uh, a while ago, you had the annual giving supplement that comes from the Orange County Business Journal and it is impressive in its size and 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 variety of things that are going on but from your perspective uh, let's talk about events that 1OC is partnering with sure. or participating in that members of the business community should know about right well just uh, last month we had 1150 f- uh, people celebrating volunteerism at the Disneyland Grand Hotel it that was, was a sold-out event, right? That was a sold-out event. Yes, the, there's no more room in in the in the, uh, the ballroom. There were uh, numerous companies there that used that event to honor their employees who are serving on boards, who are a part of their employee volunteer programs, um, and then the nonprofits that uh, that utilize those volunteers. We chose to highlight is uh, the major award for that event, hmm. a partnership between the Bolsa Chica Conservancy and Boeing. Okay. And it is where Boeing has helped, has a long-standing, I think, 25-year relationship where its employees have been involved with the Conservancy. Uh, what they utilize uh, now that I think is a real, uh, uh, another trend that's really important for companies is skill-based volunteering. So it's not hmm. just where you're Painting walls, yeah, planting a tree, planting yeah. a tree. Got it. But you're using your professional skills, and Boeing was supporting that. Mm. And uh, th- they are very much as if you're Boeing, you want engineers, yes. you want people that also care about the environment. Uh, if you're a socially responsible uh, company, they develop educational programs where their engineers and staff are coming and teaching classes, Hmm. engaged in the service delivery, not just working on the infrastructure. So it becomes integral to the success of the organization, both financially as well as its mission impact. And I think that's the power that mid-sized companies can get engaged in if they form a partnership with a nonprofit. There's another... So that's an activity that took place. But we also saw uh, earlier this month, a couple of weeks ago, where there was 750 volunteers that helped build uh, and renovate a park in the city of Anaheim. I think it was Reed Park. But 26 of our 36 companies that have corporate volunteer programs were there. So... The majority of those folks, about 500 or so, came from different companies in Orange County, and they did the largest Kaboom playground build that's been done nationally. It was exciting to see the employees with the multitude of their Uh T-shirts. Represented at different companies. Different companies engaged in doing something that was really meaningful. And so there were families who were participating in that. And I think that's another thing companies and the yes. employees want to do is if you're going to compete with the soccer and you compete with the other activities, you don't want to leave your family at home. And I think increasingly we're working with nonprofits to be able to make projects where companies and their families right. can engage together. Think about that also strengthens that bond between the employees. Uh, that's a fantastic opportunity. So we have opportunities for companies to start family volunteer teams uh, to get engaged in the community. And then we're also working with the nonprofit organizations to use more skill, more skills from uh-huh. companies as well as how they can structure engaging families. 
it's a it's a partnership between businesses and nonprofits that creates the impact in the community. It's hard to imagine that any Orange County based nonprofit wouldn't be leaning on one OC for some level of support. So we out of the out of the five thousand yeah. work with annually probably about eight hundred okay. nonprofits. Recognizing a lot of the smaller ones yeah. we may not do that. Right. But whether that be with our training services, our consulting services, we've incubated, and uh, we have right now have 50 nonprofit initiatives that operate under our corporate umbrella. But it also goes back to that 57-year-old history of volunteerism, engaging volunteers that are fueling the impact of so many of our nonprofits in Orange County. Well, this is great, and I see we're up against another commercial break, Mr. McQuaid. So we're going to take another commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Dan McQuaid is our featured guest. He's president and CEO of 1OC. I, I want to come back and talk a little bit about that incubator, because mm-hmm. I'm really curious. Uh, that, that has such parallels to the for-profit right. world. I want to learn what you guys are doing there. So don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back after these words from our commercial sponsors. Hey, did you know that over 73% of consumer packaged goods and retail products fail miserably within their first year? Why? Because they find themselves in the pit of unawareness. You don't want to go there. Call me, and I'll make sure that your packaging gets noticed. You know how I know? Because I'm the founder and creative director of MBN Design. We're one of Orange County's most established and trusted design firms. With over 20 years of experience, I can ensure that your brand will always stay new. Ask me how our packaging sold millions in months, or see for yourself other success stories on our website at www.mbndesign.com. We're MBN because we're making brands new. Call 714-458-8701 and talk to me, Hector Garcia. That's my cell, 714-458-8701. I'll be waiting for your call. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. Let's face it, not all company challenges are the same, which is why strategic market intelligence can help identify the actionable information you need to be more competitive. Gain a better understanding of your brand, competition, best prospects, or new product opportunities to generate greater revenues in 2015. Call 949-357-9547 or visit www.strategicmarketintelligence.com. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. Our featured guest today is Dan McQuaid. He's been talking about all the great things that are behind and a part of 1OC. He is the president and CEO. We have about eight minutes left here on the radio show, and there's a number of things that I want to kind of just kind of hit on if we could. Um, the first one is I wonder if you could just give us a couple high-level examples of how companies are working with you to get their employees to be engaged in these programs and maybe examples of some programs that companies have have used with you partnership to do good for either their community or their employees well fluid master wanted to get their employees more engaged and they did have some events they were doing on a team basis with their employees but they wanted a a monthly schedule of doing something and so we did a consulting project with them where we basically were able to identify the five days of service that we do that all companies can participate in. And then okay. we filled in the blanks in between. But the days of service are a way that companies that may not have the ability to organize and know which nonprofits to help with, 
they can attend our five days of service, which are Martin Luther King Day, Earth Day, uh, 9-11, A Day of Remembrance. There is Family Volunteer Week, which is the week before Thanksgiving or Mm. of Thanksgiving. And then there is a holiday program that we do, The Spirit of Giving. But what that provides is cable-ready opportunities for you to bring employees in and do meaningful projects. So it's a show-up. But you get the impact and right. structure where uh, 1OC does the heavy lifting. So during Earth Day, we may have 24 different projects going on throughout Orange County. Hmm. We may have a couple thousand different volunteers doing different projects. And we love it when teams come from different uh, companies. Sure. So I think that works out well. I was, uh, I know that Cox Communication, because it, uh, besides technology and education and the military, they also value the env- uh, environment. And they do an awards program that they just had a, uh, a month ago where they recognized different nonprofit organizations and companies mm-hmm. for their conservation and, and uh, caring for the environment. But it it is a uh, they give a an award to that that either goes to the nonprofit or the person can dedicate where it goes. There is a um, I think another example of that is the Orange County Association of Realtors, who has thousands of realtors that are right. part of that association, and they chose to. St- Start uh, OCAR Cares to establish a foundation, and it and also increase the volunteerism. Recognizing a cohesive membership gets involved in volunteering, and they could also ha- highlight uh-huh. their different realtors and offices that do that. But it builds the brand awareness of real realtors, as also it builds the connection and stickiness with the association. Right. And it benefits the individual realtors who want to be seen as part of their neighborhood, part of their community. community right. And so when you create those win-win-win-wins, I think it's really uh, impactful. I agree. And realtors want to be and are part of our community. So it just builds on that brand awareness and builds on the strength of that business. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be a company, per se. Associations also can get engaged and uh, get involved uh, with their membership in the community as well, and we'll help. Excellent. Dan McQuaid, President and CEO of 1OC, is our guest. Tell me a little bit about your starter kit program. So we do have a uh, 1OC business membership program, and it makes volunteering and giving easy. There's opportunities to use our online uh, calendar that we can customize for the company. They can create a company foundation uh, without a startup fee. They can... uh, We'll give them $500 of giving cards okay. <laughs> credit. That's a start. To be able to do that. They get a list of all the nonprofits that are here in Orange County, so they can find out where they are by city okay. as well as what they do. Um, and then they can participate in our volunteer days of service. Um, but they get impactful tools as well. They have access to our Knowledge Center, which has publications and a mm-hmm. blog and other things to help them. And we also can help them structure giving reports and volunteer reports for their companies because I think increasingly the leadership of companies want to say, so what did we do and with what impact? Right. And How do we, we can help it? them make it measurable results. Beautiful. And we also have opportunities for them to participate in trainings and seminars. So it's a way of – well, one last thing is they can also – will help them place their company emerging leaders and leaders on nonprofit boards. So that package is something that if you don't know what to do, it's a great way to get started. That's fantastic. We're talking with Dan McQuaid. He is president and CEO of 1OC, and we're just hitting on a couple last topics here in the last segment of Critical Mass Radio Show. And I did want to end on asking you, uh, tell me about your incubator. So I mentioned before that we uh, have uh, 50 nonprofit initiatives that operate under a corporate umbrella. You know, with uh, the 5,700 nonprofits, I said we don't need any more. <laughs> yeah. What are you however, doing? <laughs> however, there's two things about the uh, the fiscally sponsored projects we have, the ones we incubate, is some of those are really unique. Like we incubated the Illumination Foundation, which works with homeless they grew from three individuals in two years while they operate under corporate umbrella to 35 employees and a $2 million operating wow. budget. And they continue to grow. But it, they had the innovation and they had the value that they we, we could help them launch and wa- launch well. Okay. So that's where I think 
that works out well. And then there's others that why start another on nonprofit? If you have a particular cause or activity, you can use our accounting. There are our employees. Mm. You use our backside. Okay. And it could be because you're you're going to be uh, only operating for a short amount of time, or you could just use our our the efficiency and effectiveness of our uh, business services. Right. It's sort of what we're doing with companies when we say, let us be your back office on giving and volunteering as well. Right. You don't have to worry about it. We can make it cable ready for you. And if we can make it so it's smart, easy, more impactful, we're, we're really wanting more companies to get engaged. Yeah. And certainly not, uh, Orange County's nonprofits need that help. So, Are you, looking, f- are you looking for more potential nonprofits for your incubator, or is 50 the number? I think we'll always look for ones that are doing okay. something Unique special. ideas, something, yeah, but unmet I will, needs. But I will say some uh, companies who start a foundation with us may start off that way, but then later on, what they will do is become their own 501c3 charitable organization. Okay. They have their own company foundation. Okay. So we can incubate that as well. It's sort of doing it your way. Right. We'll look at what will provide solutions so companies can get engaged that's most impactful for them. It aligns best with their business strategies, and it fits in with our culture and values. That's what we really want to try to do. Um, these are all powerful programs that I'm glad we've had a chance just to scratch the surface on, Dan. And you've been so gracious with your time here on the radio show today. I truly appreciate it. For one more time, if someone wants to learn more about 1OC online, how do they find your website? It's www. Three W's, uh, O N E O C dot O R G. Okay, just like it sounds, one O C dot org. That's great. Uh, thanks for being a friend of the program, uh, a part of our community. I really appreciate your time today and all that you've shared with our audience. Thanks, and it was a pleasure being here. All right, that's Dan Quaid, ladies and gentlemen, president and CEO of 1OC. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs who are running middle market firms, to improve your decision-making skills and awareness. Hopefully, many of you, some of you, would be interested in learning more about how you can partner with 1OC on their various programs. This show is brought to you by our advertising sponsors, Center Club, Community Bank, Decision Toolbox, Executives Unlimited, MBN Design, S&H Rubber, Strategic Market Intelligence, SunUp Group, Team Company, Tone Software, Turn Up the Volume, and UPS Protection. Our engineer for today's show is Paul Roberts. Our producer is Crystal Nunley. Our live events and social media manager is Asia Celestino. And I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you want to link in with me, I am Richard Rick Franzi on LinkedIn. And CEO Peer Groups is my Twitter handle. Don't forget to look at our YouTube site, which is Richard Franzi. And until the next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show. Focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.